Okay, welcome to Brooklyn Rebound Network's The Small Council Podcast. Welcome back. It's been it's been a little while since the last recording of The Small Council, but I'm still your king of the pod, Drew, over here. And, I don't know, I have enemies um, to the north. <laughs> I think I have, I have enemies to the south, west... All parts of the compass. I have enemies outside of the cube here where I'm recording. I might have even have enemies inside the cube that remains to be seen. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm sure you don't, Lord Hand. Uh, I have enemies on a log. I have enemies in a bog. <laughs> I have en- uh, I'm going full Dr. Seuss now. No, that's, I think, what you just heard. Not, not I think. I know what you just heard was from my lord hand, Eric. Oh, yeah, it's your boy, young hand of the king of the pod. That's right. He is still the hand of the king of the pod, despite, in the past, some questionable behavior and activity. Still, su- still supporting me, though, as the king. Am I not right? Counterpoint, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I have him as hand. I love those classic counterpoints he brings in. That's what I do. And joining us also today in the in the cube here for my small council, of course we have, who's known as Ladyfinger. Hello, hello. That's right. It's the master of coin, Anna. You may remember her from giggling in the background for the first two minutes of this. <laughs> That's right. That's probably some of her most classic work. But also, you <laughs> might remember her from uh, keeping my coffers filled. Although maybe you won't remember that, because last time I checked those coffers... Oh, who can remember? They are looking a little dusty. Mm. And I got expenses, guys. I'm the king here. I need to, to buy stuff. I, I might need to buy a new TV to watch Game of Thrones Season 7 on. A new bigger one, because it's going to be a big season, right? The TV's fine, buddy. Sorry, you saw it actually recently. Yeah. Hand of the king. Well, we won't get into that. But today we wanted to talk Game of Thrones Season 7 preview. And we are in a better position to do that now because uh, maybe like two weeks ago, or in the last two weeks, I would say, they released, HBO released a trailer for the new season, an official trailer, not just a little teaser that shows nothing. This had scenes in it, and it was showing something, multiple things. Things are happening. Oh, yeah. Lots of blood. That's right. There's going to be blood, sweat, tears. Almost certainly. Mm-hmm. Excellent acting. <laughs> Uh, excellent acting is par for the course with this show. Writing, we'll see how that goes this season. I was satisfied. I had some with issues season. with season six, but oh, uh, yeah, I think we talked about it. Well, just yeah. some of the things don't make sense, but um, still good lines and everything. Couple lines from the trailer were pithy. Hmm. But before we even get into that, I have a curveball for my council here. Oh. Um, okay. Okay. So here, here's the thing, Ladyfinger. Because my coffers are so looking so bare, and it's really your responsibility as master of coin. Well, I just serve the realm. That's right. Well, in that capacity, you might have to serve the realm by traveling abroad or traveling to different spots, meeting up with people, banks maybe, uh, or people, rich people that will be able to lend us money over here. So I need to really make sure you know your geography well. All right. Since you might be getting sent out on some of these journeys to get me this money. Uh, now, I don't know if the audience knows. If they, they probably do if they listen to the Misters Irrelevant podcasts on this, uh, on this network because you're, of course, 
on there as well, Eric. Mm-hmm. And we may have talked about it before that you hail from the, the great state of Arkansas. Or Arkansas right? <laughs> 501. That's right, 501. Do they just have the one area code throughout the whole? There are like three. The, okay, there's three. But you're 501. Well, so this is a game uh, I'm going to call. Also, how dare you? Well, hold on now. This is a game I'm going to also. There's other locations in the Game of Thrones world. Yep, there are more um, than one location. And you know what? It, it really matches up well because this, uh, you know, Ladyfinger, I might have to send you from Little Rock all the way to Casterly Rock. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. So, Ladyfinger, what you're going to have to do now is I'm going to list off some city locations. Uh, they're either going to be from Arkansas or from Essos. Oh, boy. Because I might really need to send you far abroad. So, I'll I'll start listing some off here. You can guess whether they are from Essos or uh, Arkansas. Okay, we're gonna start off with an easy one. Okay. Arkadelphia. I'm going to assume that's Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I think that's when the settlers down there. <laughs> I guess they heard of Philadelphia and they well, wanted to put their own. We invented Philadelphia. Thing. You invented Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh. Okay. How's that? We down in Arkansas, we have Arkadelphia, and when they stole it from you, homie, Big Phil came through. Oh. Oh, I thought it was just like the arch nemesis of Philadelphia, so it's Arkadelphia. That would make more sense. Yeah. All right, that was easy though. We'll keep it probably pretty easy on this one. New guess. Oh, that's definitely an Essos. That's an Essos. How about? All right, so you're two for two. How about Yeedy? Essos. That's right. Three for three. How about D Queen? Oh, uh, D-Queen? Mm-hmm. Arkansas? Nailed it. Four for four. Mm-hmm. D, have you heard of this uh, city, Eric? No, actually. Okay, it's D-E space queen. D-Queen. Try to blur it together to make it a little more tough. I'm actively Googling. How I about... know where that is. Okay, number five on the list, Oros. Oh, uh, uh, Essos... Five for five. Oh, I should have let you. You're, you're questioning that one, but I cut in early with the, saying you're correct. How about number six on the list? Four dice. Oh, that's definitely in Arkansas, right? Is that your final answer? Yes. Well, you're on six for six. McJagger got arrested there. That's like oh, the really? one place you would know. That's oh, a famous place. I don't place, know then. anything oh. about McJagger. Well, how, why did you say definitely? Because four dice. It sounds like it could be. An I think Essos it was too. one of those places, uh, like last year, that had like a bunch of protests or something. There's a prison? Yeah, something like that. They're protesting that not enough people are going to the prison there. The Arkansas yeah, I don't know. The Arkansas. All right, number seven on the list, Whitehall. Oh, that's uh, definitely an SS. No, 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 I lied. You got your first one wrong, too bad. I'm not letting you. That's the project. White Flight town outside Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Uh, oh, literally, they literally call it Whitehall. Yeah, we don't have Should that. be a white We don't have great imaginations. <laughs> All right, so that was your first... Uh, screw up there, but that's all right. You're doing pretty good so far. How about Mountain Morn? Uh, Essos? Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. All right, five more on the list here. How about Bald Knob? Essos. No, I'm sorry, that is Arkansas. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bald Knob. Don't think about it too hard. Oh, God. How about Morak? Oh, jeez. Uh, um, that's a tough one. Essos? That is Essos. You're okay. 8 for 10, eight and I get, I have a list of 13 names here. Uh, how about 
Paragould. Arkansas. That's right. Now that you've heard of that one already. Confirmed. How about Ifkevron? Ifkevron with an I? Starts with an I, yes. Ifkevron. Oof, I have no idea. I'm just going to guess uh, Essos. No. That's right, it is uh-huh. Essos. <laughs> and finally, Dumas. Arkansas. That's right. I don't know if that's I'm pronouncing that one right. Dumas. Dumas. I was trying to make it more possibly Essos sounding. And for the listeners at home, he did give her a classic Regis Philbin uh, millionaire fake out on uh, the next to last one. The penultimate question. <laughs> that's right. All right, so... She flinched in everything. Ladyfinger, <laughs> you did pretty well there. 11 for 13 on uh, City Name Game, or a.k.a. Little Rock to Casterly Rock. So I think, yeah, you, you've kept your job. I'm probably going to send you to Bald Knob uh, <laughs> tomorrow, but... I'll get some loans. But, yes, get the loans done there. In the meantime, though, let's, let's really get into... Season seven of Trailer Wise, rather. So excited. And uh, what I wrote down a couple things, you know, a couple scenes, a choice scenes we could discuss, but maybe you guys can start off. Is there anything that jumped out to you watching this trailer that tells you where we're heading for Game of Thrones here? For seven. my part, just a couple broad impressions. There's a lot of fighting. There, there are a lot of like mm. men with weapons hurting other men with weapons, which like. It's been super hit or miss, like, the way that they filmed that, whether that's, like, satisfying or cool or fun yeah. at all. They well, did a little better last season with, uh, obviously, the big battle at the end. Uh, but that was shot by, like... I'm going to forget the gentleman's name. Uh, that was shot by, like, an actual director, like, that is oh, Miguel Sapochnik is the director of Battle of the Bastards. Is that what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. About? He's yeah. done some, like, movies that people have heard yeah. of that I'm not going to be able to recite now. Um, I'm not sure what movie he's done, but he also did do the the, the episode everyone liked from season five, Hard Home. Uh, uh, yes. He's definitely good at the battle. I don't think he is directing this season, though, any episodes. That's a bummer. Um, that, uh, especially how many fight scenes there were in the trailer. I mean, it was maybe they just picked true. every fight scene, but uh, I'm a little worried well, about that. Also, a lot of shots of my girlfriend being just, like, beautiful and powerful and... Whew, that's right. Well, I think we're going to get all into Queen Cersei. Uh, we'll, we'll wait a minute for that. But let's let's keep talking about the fighting because you did. It's true that uh, that trailer was battle scene heavy. I would say they'll probably usually they release two, three trailers. Maybe I don't know if they will this year. But sometimes the different trailers have a di- this could be like the the battle trailer. Then maybe there'll be a different one showing other stuff. Diplomacy. But yeah, the <laughs> diplomacy trailer. Now, that doesn't really go too well usually in Game of Thrones. So I don't think they could fill a whole trailer with that. Yeah. But. My suspicion is that this is only going to be a seven. You know, getting into what you're saying about the battles in the past, I think they still have a full budget, this their normal budget this year, but with three less episodes. So oh, okay. they probably had the money to make even more battle scenes this year, I'm guessing. And because the story is ramping up and everything, I'm guessing we're going to see more than one episode with an epic battle, where in the past we usually didn't see more than one, maybe two, in a season like that. Mm-hmm. It was like each season had a big set piece like Usually, that. Usually, yeah. And sometimes the fighting still wasn't very good. Yeah, and it's definitely gotten better as as the show's going on, I would say. Yeah. The tracks. I would think there's going to definitely... I mean, they already shown the dragons a couple of times, mm-hmm. so probably more dragons, yeah. too. Yeah, the final shot of the trailer is a dragon over, I think, above the Dothraki that seemed mm-hmm. to be charging into battle. So I guess we saw a little bit of dragons in battle last season in Marine, but yeah. we should be seeing some real... Uh, 
Dance of Dragons here. Well, I guess Dance of Dragons implies they're against each other, but we should see some real uh, dragons in battle action here. And, well, I guess, yeah, I guess we can bring Cersei in that way because, you know, I was kind of quoting her at the beginning of the episode here, of the podcast here, like her in the trailer. She's talking mm-hmm. about all the enemies in every which way. And it does seem set up that how is Cersei really going to be able she basically usurped the throne at the end of last season there's really no legal claim or whatever you call it she doesn't really have any claim to it um, being a Lannister because it's supposed to be Baratheons I guess but in Game of Thrones it really is whoever has the most power can just do what they want usually but with that said Daenerys obviously wants that throne and with all the allies she has now, how, how is Cersei going to have any chance here? Not even to mention the dragons aspect. Yeah. I, right, I think she doesn't, right? Sorry. I don't think so. I honestly, I just find it hard that they, she even has any army left from all the wars. That's that true. Just have a ton and, of money, and that's, well, they, but in the they show, they, they said that, I mean, uh, there was a scene where Tywin, when he was alive, said that, I think he was telling Cersei directly that it's kind of a lie, like their, their minds ran out. Or yeah. whatever. So they don't have a lot of gold coming in. It does seem like they shouldn't have too big of an army left, but we see in the trailer that they have an army. There's multiple. Sh- there's a shot of the Lannister men marching. I think there's a shot of them fighting the Unsullied. So that's kind of what I'm talking about with the writing. They they the writers kind of like do things conveniently to make it more convenient for them. I think they're just saying that the Lannisters do have a big army left, even though, well, from what we've been shown, they really shouldn't, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. So they got all these men from somewhere. So Cersei has all these men, at least, but other than that, though, what are all her enemies? I mean, the Daenerys and her dragons. Now Daenerys is allied with the Tyrells, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the main Tyrells got killed. The family, other than Queen of Thorns, I guess, but they still, their army didn't get killed in any way, except maybe a couple of random people in the the stuff that got blown up. Uh, so they should still have a decent-sized army, right? Wait, is it the Tyrells? Tyrells, how, yeah. how does she... How does that happen? She allied with uh, the Martells. Right, well, which is not really the Martells either. Happened. The Martells also got wiped out. Yeah, the it's just like... The Sand Snake, Alaria faction, mm-hmm. apparently is ruling. Just how that Cersei was able to like usurp the power in general in King's Landing... Alaria Sand basically usurped the power in Dorne. They had a meeting with Queen of Thorns, I think, in the last episode of season six, right? Yeah. So they're together now, and then we saw their ships mixed in with Danny's ships. Okay. So I that's their enemies, that. her enemies to the south, west, east, north. I guess she's talking about Jon Snow, Snow, who's now been um, th- uh, crowned king of the north, king in the north. Plus, the enemy she doesn't even know about yet, obviously, which is everyone's enemy, the White Walkers. So that's something missing from the trailer here. We didn't see any of that. But Davos kind of has a line over the trailer that's saying it doesn't matter who sits the whose skeleton sits the throne if if everyone's going to die, presumably because of the White Walkers. Or maybe he's just talking about everyone killing themselves in battle. I don't really know. By the way, it's a good line. But what about what about that? Who do you think he's talking to in, in the trailer? Because they don't. It's a voiceover in the trailer. Who, who do you think he's um, addressing? I think he's addressing Daenerys coming in because she's she's a new like uh, variable yeah. in the equation. But is he addressing her directly though, or just? I would guess uh, that he's talking to uh, John about Daenerys's invasion. Like maybe there's a scene where like John sees fighting happening between uh, the Lannisters and uh, Daenerys. And says, so "Was like, oh, now's the time." And well, how is John seeing this? Like, he's just like, 
letters. Or he's hearing about it. Yeah. Okay. I would think he's refer he's talking to Littlefinger because Littlefinger interesting is not he doesn't really care about the White Walkers. He cares about the Iron Throne. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't take Davos to be talking to John directly because I think John already gets that or whatever. It didn't really make that doesn't make that much sense. But I was thinking maybe he's talking to Daenerys because it does seem like they're gonna all meet up this season. But that's an interesting point and uh, about Littlefinger. That's who he could be talking to. Yeah. Um, so, as we know, Littlefinger's there. We see him in Winterfell in this trailer, which we already knew was there anyway. But there's a couple different Littlefinger scenes in the trailer that I that I wrote down here. One, he's talking. He's still scheming with Sansa, trying to coerce her into one way or the other. Probably against Jon, I would imagine. But a more interesting little quick scene. I don't know if you guys caught this. It seems that, uh, you know, I watched the trailer a couple times, so I I, I think I saw everything, but. Uh, it seems that there's a scene where Jon Snow is choking Littlefinger out, or he has his yeah. hand over around his throat. Mm. Did mm. you catch that, uh, yes. Lord Hand? Yeah. I did. I, I kind of pictured that as more of the scene in the movie where, like, you say the wrong thing to the guy who's got, like, a loose trigger finger, and he, he jumps at you, but it's really not a thing. You're, okay. you're lucky my friends are here to hold me back. That kind oh, of that thing. sort of thing. Well, it was reminding me of the season one scene where... Where Ned uh, mm-hmm. grabs Littlefinger by the throat over a misunderstanding, essentially. So, are you insinuating that it's possible that John gets his head cut off at the end of this season, or in the middle of this season? Well, John's uh, unkillable, so I, I think yeah. he'll be fine. Getting oh. his head, he'll, he'll get it reattached. But no, uh, that's not what I was insinuating. Point, like I, I just think that's like a little parallel. I don't think it's going to be this, matter for the plot. But the show does love that. It does, and but but plot wise. Uh, I have an idea of what could be happening here. Do you guys? Uh, Anna, what do you think it would be? Though? Well, they were in the crypts, right? That clearly, seemed like they were in the crypts, so, so something something's gonna be talked about. I mean, I, I think people are hoping John will find out about his parentage. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I think Littlefinger might just say it, and then John will just be like, yeah. "No, you're a liar." But that's my impression as well from this quick scene. Because all, last time Littlefinger was down in the crypts with Sansa, I think it was in season five, I would call that, he he was also insinuating about that, what happened to Lyanna Stark, what people think happened, maybe wasn't. I don't really know how he knows this. I mean, I guess he just has a lot of information. Like, he wasn't really there at the time, but I guess he, maybe more people know than are letting on. And in general, maybe it's the story about what happened to Liana, maybe a lot of people know that's not really the case. But it, but it seems like if he's down there with John in the crepes, he's he probably will say something about it, probably being his mother. So maybe that... Well, they, we also didn't see Bran in this trailer, right? No. But, Thank God. But Bran does know the truth about John now. I think he's going to obviously be showing up at Winterfell this season. Uh, if he doesn't, I don't know what he's going to do. But... More bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to drag his way... <laughs> Because his uncle dropped him off beyond the wall still, so he's got to drag his way through the wall all the way down to Winterfell. But maybe earlier in the season, Littlefinger will confront John about this, and he won't believe him, but then maybe Bran shows up and corroborates the story. Maybe that's how he finds out. Mm, that's that's possible. Or, I mean, in classic Game of Thrones fashion, he might John might leave Winterfell by the time Bran gets down there, because I do think John's going to be traveling around this season. It does seem like he goes to the north. There's a bit in the trailer. You're right. He goes back to the north. I think him and Danny are probably going to be meeting this season. I would think. Um, I wonder if Sparks might fly. go down there. <laughs> Sparks will probably fly. They're going to smash. Like Target. <laughs> yes. Way to put that lady finger. 
those Targaryens, though, they like to uh, keep it in the family, so like sparks could fly. I mean, it might be in the family. Yeah. No, I think it, I mean, it is in the Oh, family. that's what you were saying. Although, I, I know we're talking about show only right now, but there was a theory I'd never really seen too much before that I've been reading into recently. Book theory about how Danny might not really be a Targaryen. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, anyway, though. But it would be fun if John really is and she isn't, but it won't be so hot for them once they find if they find that out. No. All right. Well, it'll be hotter for her or less hot for him. Yeah. Mm, or all the way less around. hot for him, I would think. Yeah. But. And although Dan, he does seem to like these redheads, so Danny doesn't really fit the bill in mm. that regard. Unless who knows what she dyes her hair this season or something. She would look <laughs> weird as a redhead, I think. Also, weird. something I'm looking forward to this season, speaking of redheads, when does Melisandre find love? Well, I don't think she's going to, but, I mean, unless you have some idea of who she's going to be loving with, but... No, I'm riffing. Okay, but I, I was going to point her out because, well, Danny, uh, there's a lot of Danny shots. She uh, is obviously at, at Dragonstone in this trailer. She's, like, touching the ground. It's, like, her, where she was born, theoretically, or, mm. or where she was born, I guess. Um, and then she's, like, going back to her home for the first time since she's, like, a couple weeks old or whatever. So that's really shown in the trailer. But there's also a scene of Melisandre looking down, and if you kind of pause it and, and look what she's looking at, in the trailer it shows Melisandre looking down at Dragonstone. Like, she's on a cliff looking down at it. So she's mm-hmm. there for some reason. So would that would seem to imply that Melisandre's going to meet up with Danny this season? Or is she just creeping on Dragonstone, looking around, not introducing herself? I don't know. Mm. Well... John's not super happy with her, right? No, he kicked her out. Right. Because uh, of what... I mean, it, it was really... Um, Dallas was obviously really upset with her, but... Right, for sure. That's, like, John's a right-hand man now, so he kicked her out, yeah. So, like, she's one of those characters that needs to attach herself to a powerful, like... Not necessarily man, but, like, l- ruler. Yeah, Like, yeah. she can't do anything on her own. She, she's got to direct somebody. Pretty much, yeah. Like, Littlefinger. Well... Littlefinger does that more of a means to an end, but I think considers himself the most important, obviously. So I don't think Melisandre's like that in that regard. Like, she doesn't... She's never gonna... But has no, like, power of her own. I mean, other than, like, magic, but, like... Right. What she wants to be... She really wants to be behind the power of someone's power who she thinks is gonna save the world or whatever. Exactly. So it means that she... Like, she has to find someone to, like... And, yeah, and I think it does make sense because... In the previous season, we saw some other Red Priestess in Marine, I guess it was, that was trying to introduce herself to Danny. Mm-hmm. So maybe these Red Priestesses in general, or that Lord of Light people, are do seem to think Danny is the savior now or whatever. Well, I mean, also with them, we've seen the magic, but it's never been just like demonstrated beyond doubt that, like, yes, these people's Red God is a real thing. Uh, this like ancient holy war with the god of light and the lot of god of darkness, whatever, yeah. is a real thing. Like we've seen magic, but we've not. There's been no demonstration of that. Uh, so every red priest that we've seen has attached himself to like some folk hero and just like decided that they're the reason that they have to be saved. This person that I've attached myself to, they're gonna turn everything. And like they they could all be right, or none of them could be right, or one of them could be right. Sure, but yeah. So I think it's more about the character of Melisandre at this point. I mean, and. Probably she has a role to play. I'm just I'm riffing. I think it'll be interesting to see her with uh, the other Red Priestess. Uh, Do you think they will, they'll be meeting up? Maybe. I mean, I don't remember. 
this is when my show knowledge gets a little like rusty. It was like a throwaway bit in season five, right? Like that uh, red priestess. Yeah, she like came in. I think it was season six. It was season mm-hmm. six. Yeah. She came in and she like introduced herself and she's like, "Oh no, I'm the highest priestess like all around, oh, and you right. are you know Azura High, whatever everyone knows." Actually, uh, now that I'm thinking back to it, I think she came. This priestess came when Danny wasn't back in Marine yet, and, and it was like Tyrion and Grey Worm and all that. That's were, correct. Like, yes. They decided. So that I don't she know if she could she, talk that one has actually met Daenerys, but or would be coming with her to Westeros. I don't know. Right, and see, that's what I'm saying. Every red priest that we've seen is called a different person. The prince was promised. Yeah, but maybe since Mel is seemingly showing up where Danny's going to be, maybe it's like they're all going to get on the Danny train at this point. Mm. She has dragons. I mean, yeah. It's a good argument. So, a couple more quick things that happened. I mean, more battles. It seemed like that, um, well, Cersei's also talking about how her and Jamie are the only Lannisters that matter. And then, of course, they show Tyrion on that shot. So, Cersei's obviously going to be very displeased for him to pop back up. But it seems like he's doing so at his hometown of Casterly Rock because there is a, a scene in the trailer where the Unsullied are pouring into this castle. And it looks like they're fighting Lannisters, and it looks like you could see like a cast, like a lion carved in there. So mm. that we've never been to Casterly Rock before, show or books, but it seems like we will this season. Yeah, that'll um, be exciting. Actually, I kind of want to see. It's supposed to be like a big cave castle. Yeah. So I guess Terrence probably going to try to take back what he thinks is rightfully his his castle there. Mm. And I guess then so they will wreck shop in there but I mean who knows what will happen I mean this is what I'm talking about with how is Cersei going to get out of all this because also the Dothraki are battling presumably Lannisters and the dragons like she has so much what does she what is does Cersei have some trick up her sleeve or something to get out of this like always right but eventually that bill's going to come due right yeah I mean does she have more wildfire maybe I guess that's possible (laughs) probably not Could it could wild, wildfire even kill a dragon? Can they die by fire? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking t- she's gonna have to kill at least one of the dra- do something to the dragons to have any chance here. Those are like nuclear weapons, essentially. I think the middle portion of this show, seasons three through six ish, uh, they've been a lot about Cersei turning wheels and getting exactly what Cersei wants, and then it turns out that it wasn't what she wanted. I think there are going to be consequences sooner rather than later for her. I know I said that at the beginning of last season, and then whew, it happened, but... <laughs> well, do, is she going to make it out of season seven to the final season, season eight? I think she probably survives. Um, she's but still in charge. Yeah, she's one of the more notable characters on the show. I, yeah. I mean, they could kill anyone, well, but she's marketable as hell. I just hope... Like, I still hate seeing Jamie standing next to her in this trailer supporting her. I hope at least by the end of the season, if... They they're both still alive, that they're separated at least, or he forsakes her. I don't think you Come can on, separate Jamie. them. No, he's as loyal to her as I am. He's, he's her twin. <sighs> Show Jamie disappoints me. But, yeah. um, <laughs> all right, some other quick things. Well, there's a couple of shots of Arya in the trailer, and she seems to be in like a snowy location. I mean, it should be snowing everywhere pretty much in Westeros now. Winter is supposed to be here, right? Well, at the end That's of last season, she film, right? came back to Westeros too, right? Right, she's in the twins last time we saw her feeding up. Um, Mm-hmm. Old uh, Walder Frey, some Frey Pie, and then he's dead. So I presumably she's gonna head up to Winterfell. So yeah, it seems like all the Stark children be should be, all the remaining Stark children should be meeting up finally again there. That'll be cute. It will be. But what do you think Arya's larger role in the season might be? I don't know. She's like 
a crazy psychopath at this point, so... And are you saying it's crazy to go to someone's house, kill their sons, bake their sons into a pie, and feed that to their father who, who did something to your family? That's crazy to you? I mean, I'm not judging, but... Uh, it sounds like you're judging. <laughs> no, she's... I don't know what her role is, honestly... She's going into this crazy killing spree, and she has killed, like, innocents in her journey as well. Yeah. So, I'm kind of curious if that'll, like... Oh, who was innocent that she killed? Uh, and, like, the like the first person she killed was, like, some stable boy. Right, but that was kind of, like, a, I guess, um, what would you call it? Like, a defense, in def- killed someone in, in defense or whatever. What's yeah. the term? Yeah, but, like, when she's just, like... Self-defense. I don't know. When she, when she's doing her faceless man training too, she killed people she wasn't supposed to kill. I don't know. It I feel like some of that's gonna come up yeah. to bite her in the ass. I don't was that just in the book though or she did that or did she do that in the show? Kill people she wasn't supposed to. She like didn't kill the lady and oh, right, then right, she right, killed right, the right. waif. That's right. She did kill the waif. Although, didn't they spin that at the end of that episode to be like, Oh, You're this is your test, that. you're good. I guess, yeah, that's I mean that was one of my least yeah, One of my true. most hated parts from last season. So I didn't want to get into that all now. But, oh, but last thing with Arya, though. I'm thinking we're going to be seeing a reappearance of one of our oldest favorite characters who we haven't seen since mm. maybe the third episode of the whole series. Nymeria. You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to quiz Eric there. But, yes, Nymeria the wolf, I think, is going to pop back up. How and, do we get her and not get Lady Stoneheart? Because they've confirmed uh, that we are not getting Lady Stoneheart. Well, Lady Stoneheart had never been a character when Nymeria had obviously already been introduced. Right, but they're they're rolling together, right? Mm-hmm. No, in the books they are not rolling. Uh, well, in the books, Nymeria, or I guess Arya as Nymeria and her wolf, pulls Catelyn Stark out of the river, and then that's when the Brotherhood finds her and turns her into Lady Stoneheart, but... I don't think that they don't stay together after that. Like, oh, okay. Nymeria is supposed to be roaming around now with a giant pack of wolves killing people, but and Stoneheart is ro- roaming around with a big Brotherhood pack hanging people, but they're doing it separately. I do believe. Okay. But in the trailer, it kind of there's a, there's a quick shot where Arya's like at a campfire or something by herself in the woods, and it seems like she's being looked at by someone. Like that's how the camera's looking. Oh, so cool. it could just be anyone looking at her, but it, I'm thinking it could be. The wolf. My wild guess, just to throw a bouncy ball off the walls, um, she's going to assassinate somebody else in this season. <laughs> that's crazy, Eric. That is too far. Yeah. That's... Like, for sure, important political events are going to turn on her assassinating somebody as part of her, like, childish vengeance quest. Yeah. Which, like, vengeance is important to me, so. <laughs> All right, well, Lord Hand, as usual, you are scaring me a little bit, but. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, what, to end the trailer talk here, let's let's take a little more of a romantic turn because there are two last quick shots I want to mention. Okay. They're toward the end of the trailer, right back to back. One was uh, Masande and Grey Worm seeing to be getting a bit intimate here and Ooh. quickly shown after that was Yara, Greyjoy, and Ilaria seemingly kissing. So oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that. Well, it happened, but let's go quickly go back to Masande and Grey Worm. Obviously, they've been dragging this out and dragging this out over the seasons here and the will they won't they I guess or whatever it is between these two they obviously have a connection but what they don't have is uh, a male genitalia between them so mm. people are kind of saying I think like what what is this really going to be are they going to have like, a sex scene with a eunuch and this woman I mean it seems I like what they're like, doing in this trailer though I feel like one if one didn't have a 
dick, one could still probably feel emotions, right? And, like, kiss ladies. Mind sex? Or dudes. Well, they, he seems to be, like, a naked image, or, like, uh, in a state of undress. Oh. Well, maybe, like, just some hardcore cuddling. Cuddling, okay, that's like not... Like, hardcore what, cuddling. I didn't know that was the word you're going with after <laughs> hardcore there. Um, <laughs> all right, so, but... Do you guys, I guess the larger point is, I, I've seen some criticism of this whole storyline saying it's kind of pointless or filler or whatever. Do you get, and with so many, so few episodes left, do you think this has any merit, this kind of storyline? Of course it does. I think it's filler. The entire world is falling okay, so apart around them. Can you just let two people yeah. fall in love? Like, what, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just want to see more battle scenes. Fuck you. That's all. <laughs> well, we're gonna get that too if this show is a judge. All right. Well, no, no, more more interesting probably either. is uh, this Yara Alaria. Now they are supposed to be allies now, I, I suppose, because mm-hmm. Yara and, and Theon joined Danny as well. Why would they be kissing though? Well, I mean, we've seen in the past uh, on the show at least that Yara likes women, but well, and Alaria is pansexual, right? But I guess, or do you think this is some more filler type of, or whatever you want to call it, or just character flavor? I mean, probably. Or is there some point here? These scenes don't, like, last that long, right? No, I mean, uh, I guess, but I mean, it's, it's, it's in the trailer. Right, I mean, it's, it's clear that both thriller. of these people are characters that the show wants to, like, linger on for a little bit in these last couple seasons. They had lines in the last, or in the last season. Well, yeah. The reason I'm bringing this one up is... To be fair, this is not my idea. I did see someone on, online mentioning this, so I got the idea from them, but and I don't know who it was or whatever, but just to say, I didn't think of this, but when I read this, I was like, oh, that could be something. So do you remember the last time you saw Ilaria kissing someone? It was another female. Gotcha. And it was a girl, a young girl, yeah. by the name of Marcella yep. Baratheon, nay, Lannister. And what happened to her after getting the, the smooch from Ilaria? Solid, uh, solid recall. I hope that she's not murdering Yara. Um, right, because again, they are supposed to be allies at this point. Why would she murder? But who knows, because Ilaria might have her own plans in general, because she's pretty shifty, obviously. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like, complete, solely vengeance dominated. It has no larger, like, quest to rule or anything. But... What this person online that I was reading this was saying, though, is not, they were saying then maybe it's not her killing her. Maybe it's some type of suicide pact with this poison or something because they got captured or something. So I don't know. That might be taking it a step too far. Yeah, that's... But, that's but that would be interesting. Seems like conjecture. Uh, it would be interesting. Like, I'm, I just want to know what happens when, like, all these people come together and we'll, we'll get the battle scenes or whatever. But... I'm very excited for us to, like, mash these characters who have delivered lines with other sets of characters to more people, a more diverse set of pairings, I guess. Yeah, and I think we are going to pretty much get that in Season 7, because they got to pretty much do it at this point. Like, all the kids going up to Westeros, the Starks. You've got to start to tie a bow around it. All this power that Danny's consolidated, Cersei's allies. We didn't really mention it, but I do think Euron Greyjoy is going to ally with Cersei here. They show his ship in a real quick scene. My baby Um, needs all the help she can get. So, yeah. um, All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up trailer talk here. Maybe we'll do another small council before episode... I mean, episode seven... I mean, season seven debuts, I think, about five weeks from this recording. Uh, Five, six weeks. Okay, so more like six to seven weeks, I guess. It's early June right now. So maybe we'll get into small council one more time before that. Maybe they'll uh, drop another trailer and we'll... We can talk about that. But for now, I think this was a pretty successful 
small council session. We we broke it down. We're excited. I I I'm starting to get now excited for the season. Again, they had pushed it back. Mm-hmm. Normally by now in this part of the year, it'd be it'd be almost toward the end of the season. Yeah, but mm-hmm. with seven episodes, it'd be over for sure. Yeah, but um, but no, they're they're uh, dragging it out. I think because of filming reasons or whatever. Well, but, and you wanted to give girls time to let the air clear after the the finale. So, oh okay, you mean oh. your girl Cersei? No, girls. Girls ended. Oh, the oh the HBO oh, show. Usually they air like, together. What are you talking about? I didn't know what you were talking about. Either, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, is he talking about Daenerys and Cersei? Like after they made their moves, they need some time. <laughs> like, is this a meta reference? Okay, yeah, they they needed Lena Dunham's girls to uh, yeah get a wide berth there. So, <laughs> and leftovers and whatever else is it? Right, right, right. So, all right. We'll maybe be back before. If not, we got to do an episode. I mean, uh, yeah, a podcast episode for the first Obviously. episode of the season. And, uh, yeah, anything to, to close with, Ladyfinger or Lord Hand? No, I'm ready to go on my travels. That's right. You're going to be actually audible here. I think I'm going to be sending you to uh, Smackover, Arkansas, which is uh, a name I did not use on in the game. But oh. it's a funny place. name. Also, Old Joe, which is where I'll be. Oh, I didn't see that one. Ooh. I could have paired that with old guess. Oh, huh. oh well. well. Maybe we'll play that game again, too. All right, guys. We're out of here. Enjoy Game of Thrones. Please subscribe to Brooklyn Rebound Network, the podcast. You'll get this. You'll get other episodes of other cool stuff like sports and comedy, too. So do that. And uh, your hand of the king of the pod, Drew, we're out of here. Hey.